0: hey everyone welcome back to the small town nerdcast i am your host brian and it is week two of our spooktober podcast celebration of course last month we was my birthday celebration so we talked about all my favorite cartoons and growing up well four cartoons because you know it was only four weeks in september it's kind of going to be the same thing in october we're only gonna do four episodes of it but for um October or spook timber As you know The hip, hip kids say uh, We're talking about Texas based Ghost stories So last week if you guys remember Or if you haven't go back And um, listen to the tale of A theater ghost in Odessa High school It's a pretty interesting story And it has sightings and um, Interviews from people as recently As like this year talking about the ghost so uh, i enjoyed it and as you listen to that you find out there's more than just the current stories that you hear like it it delves deeper and there is actual truth and uh, horrific truth behind the ghost tale and this week uh they're kind of more the same man but also something a little bit different uh this week i'm kind of um meshing a bunch of things together because if uh texas is known for its ghost another thing it is known for is its ghost lights and so let's talk a little bit about some of the ghost lights that we have here in texas whether it's a spooky apparition or maybe it's swamp gas or weird headlight reflections like texas has got some weird unexplained lights man famously we have the marfa lights in marfa texas which is way out in west texas fair i wouldn't say close but nearing the texas mexico border out in west texas Um, usually when people think of ghost lights or unexplainable lights they think of Marfa, Texas. And also, if you think of a random Prada store that is in the middle of a, the desert of nowhere, that's also Marfa, Texas. <laughs> um, it's interesting, it's cool, and what's funny about these lights is people have noted seeing them for years, centuries, I would say. I think the first reported sighting of the Marfilites came in around 1883. It was a like a rancher or a cowhand, whatever you would call them. And there's no cars back then. There's no like headlight thing like that. I mean, there might have been the Model T, but there was like no headlights, stuff like that. Like people weren't having joy rides in the middle of the night on some crazy like lantern lit vehicle per se. Maybe they were riding on horses. Who knows? But so for a ranch hand to see unexplained lights that seem to dance in and out of the desert and disappear and reappear and possibly change color is kind of strange. In fact, after reporting these lights, uh, this rancher and like, I guess he got a bunch of other people. They went searching to see if they could find any signs of like a campsite or like... Burnt ashes or anything like that and nothing they couldn't find anything and like throughout the years here in texas there have been tons of reports of people Happening to see these lights in marfa texas in fact like they're so famous for it That the city of marfa has put up like an observatory where you can go and like try to look for the lights now, what's also something to of note, there is or was, I don't know if it's still active, but there was a like airfield, like the Marfa Army Airfield that was stationed somewhere along in that area. And so maybe it was experimental planes or drone, like see, now you start to think like, look, think about what drones can do and the ways that they can fly and maybe that's what it was so maybe it was like these weird ufos made by the army to like for testing and stuff but you know they of course the army's gonna say no 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 that wasn't us and there have been instances where you think you see the lights uh but if you pay attention to any kind of map if you look where the observatory is and where it looks there's actually a highway and also like a dirt or like farm road that like turns in and out throughout the desert between like the highway and the observatory and if you look at certain times of the day when it starts to get dusk you can actually see headlights from the highway and they kind of look floaty in a way because of how the highway is and where you're observing from so it doesn't look like they're coming from the ground per se it kind of looks strange and awkward like they're floating but they're clearly headlights and a lot of people, you know, think that could be it, but then some say, like, these lights shoot up into the sky and do, like, weird back and forth things and change colors, and so it's weird, you know, and without me having to actually see them, I have no idea how true this story is, and other than that, it, like, there are some explanations for it, and then there are some not so believable explanations for it like the whole swamp gas thing or like well i don't think it's swamp gas i can't remember what else they were saying but like because of how high they're up it's like 4000 feet or something like that or meters i can't remember what the elevation level is it's high you know you're close to the mountains or whatever so maybe it's something that, oh there it is 4688 feet that is marfa's estimated elevation So they're saying maybe that or who knows. It's always strange. People flock to Marfa, Texas to always kind of see it. And it's, you know, one of our more famous set of lights in Texas. But what if I told you those weren't the only set of lights? In fact, there are three others that I want to highlight with you guys tonight. And they have way spookier origins than the uh, Marfa lights here in Texas. So the first one that I want to talk about... Um, I actually just recently learned while um, sorry I, I spaced out because I was trying to think of which one I wanted to talk about. Yeah, we'll go with this one. So the one that I most recently learned about will continue uh, happens to be in East Texas near a city called or a town called Saratoga. It's an eight-mile stretch of dirt road that way back in the day used to be home to a railroad track. Well, after who knows how long, uh, um, the railroad track eventually gets torn up, and now it's just a dirt road. But this railroad track and the trains that uh, drove down on it has kind of like a torrid past. In fact, one of the worst stories that I've read about is this poor uh, railroad worker um, who... I'm not sure exactly how, but he found himself along the tracks late at night with a lantern and either for didn't hear the train coming, thought he was far enough away, but maybe there was something sticking out of the train, ends up horrifically getting decapitated and uh, dies. Because, I mean, how often do people get de- decapitated and survive incidents like that? Uh, but, so this poor man ends up dying. And now, if you drive along what's called Bragg Road, um, the scenic ghost road, there's signs for this uh, in Hardin County Park, eight mile, it's an eight mile ride. and it's kind of funny like how like they play this up now with signs and stuff. Um, but if you drive it late at night, Uh, Some people have been able to catch glimpses of what appears to be a floating light in the distance. Sometimes it's white. Sometimes it's a bit of a different color, like a ghostly color or a reddish color. It's very strange and very uh, creepy, man. In fact, if you ever just look at this road during the day, it's pretty fucking creepy still. (laughs) It's out in the middle of nowhere. And like I said, it... It's just like this eight-mile stretch of road that just connects one town to the other. And it's small. There's tons of overgrown trees. I've watched videos where people are driving down it. There are trees that are kind of falling over over the dirt road. I'm sure they get cleared up. Um, But it's been freaking people out for years, man. Uh, Teens will go down there. People daredevils will um, drive down the road at night and try to see what they can see. Now, I think there are theories. I have one running theory is maybe it's an eight-mile stretch of road. It's a very long road. There's huge trees. Who's to say someone wasn't in front of you uh, trying to, you know, get spooked in the lights. They happen to see your car creeping up behind them, and you happen to see their taillights creeping up in front of you and it kind of freaks everyone out and then everyone just all of a sudden is speeding down the road like that's my theory on it and like I've had a similar incident happen to me once in my hometown where I was uh, joyriding, and I had a girlfriend with me at the time and we decided to go out of the city limits into the country a little bit and do what boyfriends and girlfriends would do with a vehicle. And uh, while we were enjoying each other's company, all of a sudden, like I could see this faint, ghostly, like blue light. Uh, reflect in in like my mirror or like my windows and then I, it was like turning to red and then back to blue and then it felt like it was flashing and then next thing i knew a county sheriff was behind the vehicle <laughs> and it scared the shit out of me and uh yeah got in trouble for that <laughs> thankfully the officer let us go and with just a warning and, and now i never drive with uh, my, my girlfriend at night all alone um, because I'm terrified of police. No, (laughs) that was my ghostly light story, but no, you know, and that's kind of what I think might be happening here. But then again, people say the lights go like in a weird way, but this isn't just a straight dirt road. It curves and stuff. So that could be the explanation for who knows? I don't know, but it's fun to think, That this poor old decapitated ghost is still walking down Bragg Road looking for his lost head. Which is kind of hard to find when, you know, all you are is a body and a lantern. (laughs) But I found that story very interesting. But not quite as interesting as this next story, which happens to take place in Anson, Texas. Anson, which I think is... Uh, somewhere near Abilene, which is kind of west of Dallas, Fort Worth, something like that. I don't know, but there is a unexplained ghost light there that has baffled visitors for oh, let's say decades. I don't know, but the story is a long time ago on a old dirt road just outside of Anson, Texas. There used to live a family. Um, this family had a mother no father and three sons and the sons would like to go off and um horse around or whatever and a lot of times they would have to go collect firewood for the family because this was way back in the day right i mean i like firewood now because i like to barbecue but back then i kind of needed it and so the mother being the great mom that she was would give the boys a lantern so that she could see them when they were off getting the firewood and then she would say if anything were to happen or you need my help Just uh, flash the lantern three times. I'll be able to see the light, and I'll come to you and come help you. Well, the mom waits there for her kids to come back, and it's nothing. It starts to get dark. She's looking for a lantern, doesn't see any lights. As it turns up, she never could find the kids. The kids just disappeared, and sadly, the grieving mother passed away. Um, so now if you go down to where that road is now outside of Anson, which actually when you turn right off the highway, now there is a uh, graveyard there, which makes it quite the bit spookier, but you drive down the dirt road all the way down to get to where the intersection is there. You turn your car around and you're supposed to flash your lights three times, just like the mother asked her boys to do. And if you look in the distance, eventually you may see A floating light of this poor mother looking for her three kids. So um, it's kind of creepy. It's kind of cool a lot of people have Claimed to see the lights and be freaked out and spooked by it of course drive away Um, Or like it seems like they try to drive towards the lights, but the lights always disappear or Go out where they can't see them anymore, and it's kind of weird and kind of creepy. One thing I did notice, though, is if you look at this dirt road on a map and you like where the cars are to turn around and face back towards the highway or like it's a small highway. But if you keep staring or keep following the road straight, maybe about three to five miles, I can't know exactly because I'm horrible at um, distances, like judging that with just my eye. It looks like there is actually an interstate or a state highway. I think it's, I can't even remember what highway it is. And if you think about it, you got headlights coming in one direction and taillights going in the other direction, possibly could look like spooky lights out in the distance. Who knows, man? Um, to me, that's the most likely scenario here. But some people, like I said, they, they seem to think that the lights dance left and right or it looks like... They get taller and shorter like if someone were to try to put the light up to see further in the distance or not. Like, it's a weird thing. It's a scary thing. But who knows, man? Maybe you should go to Anson, Texas and find out for yourself. Maybe you should go to Saratoga and drive down Bragg Road to see if you could see those lights. Or if you live near where I live, you might be familiar with uh, these, our final set of ghost lights. And that's in... um, Bailey's Prairie so Bailey's Prairie is between the cities of West Columbia and Angleton it's actually right next to um I think it's Brett uh Bailey's Road which is also known as FM 521 funny enough that road eventually if you follow it long enough goes next to where I work But as the story goes, there was an old man, I say old man, there was a man uh, by the name of James Britton Bailey, known as Britt Bailey. He came to Texas probably, what, late 1700s, early 1800s, um, was from Kentucky, kind of an asshole. I mean, that's the best way to say it. He was a drunk, he was an asshole, liked to get in the bar fights, liked to stir up trouble. Well, he ends up settling somewhere in Brazoria County. I don't know if that's what it was known at the time. I guess it was just called the Austin Colony back then. But um, Britt Bailey, who had fought in the War of 1812 and moved his family of like 100 kids, I don't know, I think he had like six or 11 kids, somewhere in that range. Uh, they moved down here to Brazoria County and moved into what would be known as Bailey's Prairie because that's where he roamed and that's where he did his things. And if you were going to fight him about it, he was going to fight you back because that was the kind of man Britt Bailey was. Um, and eventually he ends up getting sick, I believe, and is going to die. But he did have a request. He wanted to be buried standing upright He wanted to be buried facing the West, he wanted his rifle with him, and he wanted his favorite and best jug of whiskey buried with him. And while these seem fairly outlandish, the wife did respect just about everything except for giving Bailey his jug of whiskey. And if there's one thing you don't want to do to a raging alcoholic who likes to get into bar fights and probably holds a grudge is don't is to not give that man his damn whiskey, even in death. So there were actually reports um, way back in, like, the 1830s. Like, I think I think he died in 1832 is what I read. And it was Calaria. That's what he had, Calaria. Um, there were reports, like, years after in his home from his family and children that his apparition would appear in the house and it would almost appear like he was walking through the house searching for something and they were freaking out because they didn't know what the hell was going on but oh no i'm sure that wife knew Uh, eventually through the years and the decades the house would come to ruin the family would move on and now all that's left of bailey's prairie is uh, a few older houses that have been built throughout the years a a Texas highway that connects the cities of West Columbia and Angleton, and a memorial graveyard, which actually pays tribute to Mr. Britt Bailey in Bailey's Prairie, although that is not his actual resting place if you go to that grave site that's just off the highway. Um, What's been kind of interesting, and I'm not sure if I have or have not truly seen this, is that they say on occasion, if you're paying attention and... It's late at night. You might actually see old Bailey's ghost lantern, ghost light, um, floating in the trees, sometimes near the highway. Sometimes it's very low to the ground. Sometimes it's actually fairly tall, like maybe six or seven feet off the ground. Um, they, They say that Bailey is just trying to look for his fucking booze, man. He wants his whiskey. But I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. To me, if you're... Still a ghost roaming around these parts for that long. Maybe it's more than just whiskey. Maybe there was something more that happened back in the eighteen, the late seventeen hundreds, early eighteen hundreds that Brett Bailey's after. We may never know. But if you're ever driving on Highway Thirty Five in Texas, not Interstate Highway Thirty Five, uh, between and you find yourself between Angleton and West Columbia in Brazoria County you might just have an encounter with Bailey's light. I've never, the only thing I've ever seen down that road is deer, and that's, actually that's probably more, a little bit more scary to me because deer will do a hell of a lot more damage to my car than a ghost light would probably ever do. But maybe one day I'll see it. I don't typically drive at night too often now, but I know there's a lot of plant workers that do. Maybe I'll ask them if they've happened to run into Bailey's light at any time during the night or early morning hours. But that's pretty much it this week, guys. I just wanted to share with the lights, because that is one of the things that, like, if you ever look up Texas ghost stories or the unexplained in Texas, the fucking ghost lights are like half the page, man, and uh, they're always, number one is Marfa, 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 that's all they fucking talk about. Then you have the Anson lights, because they're like the Marfa lights, except there's a better story behind it. And then um, the Saratoga Road is another one that was really good. And the Bailey one is the one that I've actually known about for a while. Like, it's one that we've been told growing up. It's one that's like, it, and because I'm I'm close to Brazoria County, so like, and I drive through there all the time. Like, that road I, I drive on regularly to get to Houston, you know, so... I'm very familiar with that road. I'm very familiar with Brett Bailey Road and 521 and Highway 35 in Bailey's Prairie. So maybe one of these days I'll have a cool story to share with you guys. But until then, I'm gonna just drive safe, and hopefully you guys have a safe uh, week this week. And we'll see y'all next week with another spooky—well, not very spooky, but eerie Texas ghost story tale or phenomena.